when you're in school, you've got classes, maybe you've got a part-time job, maybe you're playing a sport, and who knows what else that you've got on your plate. And at the same time, you've still got to find time to live the college life. And if there was one class that I really wish that college really taught to students, besides personal finances, I wish they showed students how to manage their time. If you're not able to master your time management, being able to do a lot of things and really making the most of your college experience, it can be really hard. But there is a way to have good grades in school, have a life outside of your classwork, and still find ways to get experience on your resume so that you can find a job once you graduate. But this is what people don't understand when it comes to time management. Everyone is different. Like, check out this perspective from Ashwarya. I would say I'm not sure if I ever had to really optimize my schedule because I think for me, the optimum way is to keep it flexible. If I had a very rigid schedule, then to be honest, it would stress me out. If I had a Google calendar and I blocked out times like work for two hours, but then I did, I only ended up working for an hour. Um, so I feel like my optimized schedule is just being flexible and going with the day. What I do is I write a to-do list. Um, of everything I have to do and get done for the day. And as long as it's done by the end of the day, we're living a good life. She just graduated from RISD, which is the Rhode Island School of Design. And while she was there, she did a whole bunch of different things, such as being a teacher's assistant, interning at Samsung, being the vice president of the RISD IDSA, and so much more. And I really wanted to share her perspective because a lot of people think that in order to be productive, you've got to have everything like in a calendar or a design notebook or everything like that. But this shows that you don't necessarily have to. But I do want to say that I do think that most people would benefit if they did have a more structured schedule to what they were doing right now. Now, as you start to optimize your schedule a little bit more, you'll start to see some huge benefits like this. The biggest difference that I saw when I started to optimize my schedule was that I was way less stressed and more productive. I managed and focused my schedule by time blocking my day and weeks. I would specifically set aside time to do certain things, whether the due date for the assignment was a week later or a final project due at the end of the semester. Optimizing my schedule improved my time management skills as well as allowed me to have free time during the day. That was Kristen, who's a University of Portland grad. And if you want to learn more about the time blocking technique, check out episode 126 with Isabella. She's a YouTuber and we walked through what she does when it comes to time blocking. And honestly, that whole season is about productivity. So you might want to check that out after this episode. Now, I didn't quite understand this until I actually started organizing my time. Now, it seems like super self-explanatory, but trust me, what Ryan says is so true. One of the biggest things I realize is whenever you actually take the time to set your schedule, you actually have more time, right? You're actually going to be able to do more things that aren't necessarily work-related or school-related. You know, you feel more comfortable going out and grabbing food with friends in the middle of the day because you blocked off, you know, this certain amount of time specifically for kind of anything. But I would also add that, like, I was putting a lot of stress on myself and how much I expected to get done in a given week or in a given day. Um, and many times I'd put way too much on my to-do list thinking that I could get all of it done. And I really had to step back and be like, oh, you know what? It's acceptable that I don't get all of this done. You know, this is way more than I, I should honestly expect of myself. And I think, especially with other people who are probably listening to your podcast, 
I think that they're probably in a very driven mindset as well. And they just got to accept sometimes that some days you're not going to get everything done. Now, first off, shout out to Ryan for giving each and every one of you listening to the show a shout out because he's right. If you are looking in and listening to the show or tuning into our TikTok, whatever it may be, you know that you're a motivated student. But that also comes with having a super motivated mind where you think that you need to do everything all the time. This can sometimes suck when you're out and trying to do something fun, when you always have in the back of your head of like, oh my God, I could be doing this homework assignment or I can be working on my side project or whatever that may be. What I've realized is once I started to organize my schedule and have sort of set times of whether it's just hanging out with my girlfriend and not having to worry about work or making sure that I got some time to play FIFA by myself, having that set time allowed me to be 100% focused and present into whatever I was doing, especially from the fun standpoint. In my perspective, and I don't necessarily have the science to back it up, but this has sort of worked for me, when I'm 100% focused on one thing, I can do it and make it happen a lot quicker. If I do things more quickly, that means I get to have more free time to hang out with my girlfriend, play FIFA, or again, whatever that might be. That's the power of productivity. But this next point from Zariah dives even deeper into all of this. As I was garnering all of the success with, you know, all these credits and lots of achievements, like winning the Truman Scholarship, um, I was struggling mentally. Uh, I was eventually diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and PTSD my junior year of college. So while on the outside, I was doing incredibly well, on the inside, I was absolutely drowning. Um, and the big transformation for me was when I shifted my focus from managing my time to managing my energy. So instead of trying to fill the 24 hours that I get every single day with all of the tasks that I could possibly think of and cramming it all in, um, my schedule was about managing whatever energy I had that day. So it meant scheduling, like actually scheduling in self-care and breaks and making sure that my schedule was flexible enough so that if there was a day where I woke up with absolutely no energy, I had the flexibility to take care of myself and give my body and my mind what it needed. It sounds weird, but honestly, when you're able to schedule in actual breaks where you can just, again, focus 100% on just chilling and relaxing and doing whatever you want to do. It helps so much from a mental health standpoint. We're going to be talking more about student mental health in season 14. But to close off this episode, let's hear from some resources about how you can start to learn more about productivity and all this good stuff. And so the resources that helped me to get to where I am in terms of organization uh, for energy management, um, I learned about spoon theory, which if you just type that in, there are several resources for that online. Um, I use a lot of Google Calendar to do my like time-constrained tasks, so scheduling my meetings, my calls, my classes, um, and then for the time that isn't rigorously scheduled, I have benefited a lot from using the five-minute journal, which I learned from the Tim Ferriss show. Tim Ferriss is honestly the GOAT. I know him because he wrote the four-hour work week, but he also has his podcasts, like what Zariah mentioned, as well as a bunch of other online resources. For productivity, he's a great guy to look into, but what other resources are there? There were a couple of resources that I used to help me get to where I am today with my schedule. One specific video that stood out to me that I still remember to this day was by Jules Acree that is titled How I Organize My Calendar. This video allowed me to get my start at calendar blocking and using one calendar app to organize my day. I started with that video and ended up going down the rabbit hole of organizational videos on YouTube. 
In addition, I gathered information from all the other YouTube videos that I watched and I realized I needed a different type of planner. Your organizational method may be different from another's, which is which will highly influence how you optimize your schedule and how you plan out your day. And you know we've got to always end off with some final cheat codes. And this is also very old school, but personally, the thing that has worked the best for me is writing down my to-do list because it's just so satisfying to cross it off as you complete a task. Um, and so writing it down also just gets it out of your head and reduces stress. And you make sure that you've gotten it done if you have it down on paper. I'm telling you this from personal experience. There is nothing worse than me forgetting to write something down in my to-do list and then it being 9.30, 11 p.m., whatever it might be, and remembering that I forgot to do something. I honestly live and die by my to-do list. If it's not written on there, I probably will forget to do it. Now, I personally use Notion for my to-do list. Other people like to write it down. But either way, when you get to check off that box at the end of the day, it feels amazing. Finding that space that you are best at working at. Um, I know that myself having four other roommates in my apartment, I could not stand working at home. Love my roommates to death. Um, but I'm an extremely social person and I will start a conversation <laughs> out of nowhere and get very distracted. So for myself, I consciously would just leave and go straight to the library, find a quiet spot and just grind. I felt for myself being around other people that are also just zoning in um, and getting work done is amazing. Look, we can share all of these tips to you, whether it's coming from me, Ryan, Zariah, or anyone else that's featured on this episode. But what it really comes down to is you. Everyone's productivity journey is a little bit different. You have to know yourself. Are you someone that goes with the flow or are you someone that really needs some structure to your schedule? Are you someone that can go and throw on some headphones and work out of a coffee shop? Or do you need some peace and quiet and as least amount of distractions as possible? Start to ask yourself those types of questions and test and try things out. Try things out for a couple weeks or maybe a month and see if things are working out. If it isn't, then maybe try something new. But if it does work, double down on it and study some more in terms of how and why that's working for you. And, well, that's about it. I'm out.